0: All right, so welcome back to uh, week six of the uh, Rad Country Podcast. Six Uh, weeks. Six weeks in. Yeah, month and a half. We are really trucking along. Um, I haven't really hit a spot yet like I thought I would where I feel like eh, maybe we'll skip this week.
1: No, we can't. Well, that's the thing is we can't hit that spot. If we hit that spot, we're going to let all million of our fans down. It'll be tragic. I wish. Hey, (laughs) by the way, if you enjoy this podcast,
0: please tell your friends so uh, we get more people attracted to the
1: show. Absolutely. They can find us Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon is new. Amazon, Google Podcasts. Basically, everywhere where you can listen to a podcast, we are there, also on YouTube and Facebook. Yep. Yeah.
0: So check us out. Um,
1: A shout-out this
0: week uh, to right here, this
1: company called
0: Guitars for Veterans. Uh, Got a shirt this week, uh, just uh, my way of contributing to the cause. So basically, Guitars for Veterans puts guitars in the hands of veterans who are struggling with PTSD and other issues after military service. Uh, So they go through a one-month program, uh, go through learn how to play, play, basic guitar stuff Um, at the end when they graduate they get a free guitar and all guitars are either donated or come to them through uh, your donations so uh, with money buying these shirts uh, those are ways of donating so if you find yourself wanting a shirt that looks like this with a
1: soldier holding a guitar and not a gun buy one it's pretty sweet You know, it's really cool as we were talking before the show, uh, just how um, 2020 has turned out to be a dumpster fire of a year so far. And it's really put people into a position where, you know, uh, normal everyday struggles have either been enhanced or maybe there are more of them. And whenever you have an organization that is helping a group of people who are already struggling um, in normal times to add on to that, all of things that come with 2020 Uh, It's super cool that they exist and that they're helping people through music therapy. I love it.
0: Yeah, it's definitely... uh, I work with uh, Peggy and David, basically, um, through the music stuff. Uh, I've played a lot of shows that are basically um, put together by Guitars for Veterans here in Nebraska and do a lot of work with them just trying to get... Uh, more donations so that more veterans can get musical instruments for musical therapy reasons. I think it's a great, great cause, and it's a great outlet for um, me, I mean, personally. So I have a lot invested in music, and I feel like other people can find that. So it's definitely something you should check out if you don't know what it is
1: and what it's all about. That's awesome. How how are we segueing into the big... (laughs) Big topic this week. My favorite in the entire world.
0: <clears throat> this is a good topic this week. Topic this week. Um, so, the apocalypse. <laughs> the
1: apocalypse. Or grid meltdown. Dun, dun, dun! One leads to the other, right? I mean, it, well, if yeah. you have a grid meltdown, probably going to be the apocalypse. Afterwards. If Shortly. It's the apocalypse, the grid is gonna melt down or has already
0: or has already
1: right so so what if we find ourselves in this scenario (laughs) (laughs) why are we even asking the question should we ask the question you should but why
0: so 2020 has been a year of (laughs) tosses and turns and turmoil Dun-dun-dun! And, uh, <laughs> and spooky monsters um, called the COVID-19. The um, spooky monster you can't see and doesn't seem to be that dangerous. <laughs> but as soon as he gets in your mouth, you're done. <laughs> uh, All the way done. <laughs> you're dead.
1: You're dead.
0: You got five minutes to live. He better figure it out. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I watched too much Dick Tracy stuff. Um, so... 20, or 2020, 2019, COVID-19... Showed us that not everybody's prepared for if something bad happens to everybody in society.
1: Right. And the thing is, is the weird thing is that, yeah, we, we sit here and we poke fun, but COVID isn't apocalyptic. Yeah. However, there are pockets of the world who are treating it as such, Yep, and it's a real weird time right now. Like is. California is still shut down. Yes. We are opening back up, but then there's these things coming out of like, uh, the UK and other places in the world where they're like prepping for round two of shutdowns. Yeah.
0: And that's, <clears throat> that's extremely crazy. Um, I think in Omaha, I never felt like, I think the, the, the decrease in traffic, uh, was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, I'll welcome that any day. Yeah. Um, And, but as far as like with work and everything else, didn't really shut down, not for us. Mm -hmm. Um, It got a little, got a little weird there for a while. I was a little bit on the fence on, you know, how am I going to survive if like I lose my job Um, and stuff like that. And I think that that's, that was just kind of like a precursor to if you were in a situation where, Electricity went out, water ran out, um, and we had to rely basically on our basic survival instincts. Mm -hmm. That was like, say, losing your job would have been completely, you know, not even in the same contest as if you lost power.
1: Yeah, this is a step beyond that, or a few steps, let's say, whatever. It's beyond just losing your job. Yes. But losing your job due to like a pandemic, that to me feels like closer to like a step one in the direction of like needing to be really in tune with your basic survival instincts.
0: Yeah. I always reference the movie. I am legend. Um, I am legend or the book. I am legend, which was a 1954 book, um, written and I'm legends a little bit. The movie's a little bit different. The movie's kind of like, no, I felt like it was a zombie related, but it was a disease. Um, When, in reality, the book was based on vampires. Um, so Which they kind of crossed over well with the fact that whatever those things were that were infected in the movie couldn't Mm -hmm. come out um, during the day. So, uh, Neville, or Will Smith in the movie, had to uh, work primarily during the day Mm -hmm. and board himself up and shut in at night. Um, But... I think that, like, in a situation like a global pandemic that turns into an apocalyptic situation where it wipes out a massive amount of people, yeah. um, to where it's noticeably obvious that there's people that are gone. Right. <clears throat> this situation, not so much. You know, I don't know how many, what the numbers are now. Um, I think 150. 150- thousand maybe more in the u.s. maybe yes but
1: worldwide it's quite a bit
0: quite a bit well not a noticeable difference it's to us i mean
1: (laughs) right that's a tough thing to say it is to those million people or whoever however many people it is uh whoever has been affected by deaths from that yeah you can't say that to them but like
0: i'm not trying it down if we're talking
1: billions of people on the planet um a few hundred thousand is if we're talking sheer numbers it's yeah. a drop in the bucket.
0: Yes, um, but I think we all try to put ourselves in the in the in the shoes of like uh, Neville in the movie, and uh, how would we survive? How would uh, how would we go about? What would what would be our survival um, percentage? Would we be able to live like that? Mm-hmm. I think you fantasize about it. Everybody does. I think every person in the world, if we were to ask. Hey, have you ever thought about what life would be like during an apocalypse? Or have you ever fantasized about it? I think 99.9% of people are going to say yes.
1: Yes, I agree with that. A very large group <laughs> of people are like, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yes. I think it's because it's so just like, ooh. <laughs> That's, uh... What might happen? Yeah, what
1: might what happen? What might not happen?
0: Correct. But you think about like, if you had free reign of Omaha and nobody else was here. Yeah. Like, what are you doing?
1: What are you doing? You're the only person left in Omaha, or one of very few people left in Omaha. What are you doing every day?
0: I'm going out scavenging, like, trying to find food, maybe that's like canned food. Yeah. That's a big one. Uh, that's still left over that maybe wasn't uh, initially taken over by looters and every. Everyone else, um, going out and trying to find other people, maybe? Yeah. Do you want to find other people? I think if you're by yourself, you one of your goals is probably to find someone else that's still living.
1: I think group survival, social survival is a good thing. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah,
0: I definitely think, um, especially <clears throat> in a situation where it starts wiping out population or wiping out the grid, uh, power supply. Let's um,
1: let's dig into one of those. Let's just say water goes out tomorrow. <clears throat> no more water as a utility. That's rough. That's you know
0: a basic requirement of life is yep. is water.
1: And so now you have to protect the water that you have currently. Correct. That and still you have remains to, in your pipes. You have to figure out or bottled, right? Yep. And then you have to figure out now how am i going to increase like my my inventory of water
0: yes and you know maximizing what you do have right correct um and i think like for me i think it becomes a situation where it's like i need to go somewhere where there is a good water supply close by yep. so if like i think mud right
1: mud is right in Florence if you're local yeah. big holding tanks big holding tanks and although a lot of people are going to be there
0: <clears throat> well who knows yeah like if it's a situation like where there's very few people left yeah yeah um, uh, if
1: there's very few people left correct but yeah. if very few people are left a lot of that water is probably gone right yeah
0: well maybe not gone but at least somebody's managing it
1: you yeah. know what i mean because you talk
0: about a a situation where the grid goes down, and it turns into um, local city halls, town halls, and all those things that are controlling the government. Yeah, um, in your neighborhood, they're going to regulate that somehow. They're, they're going to have do. you know. I listened to another podcast called Blackout. Um, it's about basically a situation like that where the grid goes down <clears throat> due to a terrorist attack, and uh, um, they. A small group of people take over, um, become mayors, um, and it's people that you wouldn't want to be in charge.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think you have to run into, you're going to run into those situations where there's people in charge that you don't agree with. Yeah. Like now. You know, like, I'm not saying that I don't agree with, but I'm saying it's like, not everybody agrees with who the president is. Right. But you get in a situation where you depend on who the president is, like... Severely depend on them because of your survival. Right. Um, and things get a little hairy.
1: I think if we get to the point where where that's the thing, uh, like you just said, for sure, you start to have these like neighborhood governments or like these community governments. Yep. Uh, very, very small. Um, tribal, even. Like, we're going to build walls, <laughs> whether you like the wall or, or the walls or not. You're yeah. going to end up building them because you want to keep people out and you want to keep people inside those walls safe. Like That is what's going to happen, um, even though it shouldn't, right? We're all fighting for the same thing. We're all trying to survive and <laughs> provide for our families at that point, Yeah. Um, like in a real, real way. Uh, but we're still going to get weird about it.
0: I definitely think that there would be situations where... Um... Where you definitely don't agree with who is who is basically directing the law and order. Yep. Um, and I think that turns into, say, you're trying to protect what you have. Mm-hmm. Um, you kill somebody, have to. Um, a situation where it's kill or be killed. Yep. And that tribe or that mayor of mm-hmm. that town hall decides whether you live or die after that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, and I think that that's where it gets a little like, ugh, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to stick it out here? Like, are you going to be like, well, I'm going to stay in Omaha in this little, you know, Hanscom park area. Um, (laughs) or am I going to flee and go
1: figure something else out? I think the very first priority is after you like have taken like inventory of what you have you have to be making a plan to leave civ- like big cities. I was yep. going to say civilization, but don't leave like civilization. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> leave, but, the <laughs> leave the planet. Leave <clears> the planet. Mars.
0: I'm out of here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I think getting out where you are able to spread out from other people is probably a good thing, right? Because like Agreed. your resources are more plentiful when there's not as many people, when you're not on top of each other, that's yeah. where resources become super limited and it will be, like that fact will be emphasized even more when everybody is like literally on their own clamoring for it. Right.
0: And I think it turns into your basic survival instincts um, and skills. What skills do you have? Um, One of the big things is, is like me, for instance, if we ran into a situation, the grid goes down, we lose power and water. Um, and we're relying on what we have. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm leaving, um, pretty, (laughs) pretty quick. Um, just for the simple fact that I don't want to be around to find out when the shit hits the fan, um, when mm-hmm. people start losing their shit. Um, and basically, so I'm heading heading to where my family is back home. Yeah. And we're all, I know that there's plenty to survive on there as mm-hmm. far as wildlife um, and canned goods um, yeah. from canning. And so I'm heading there. And plus, it's like, the, that's where my family's at, and I want to protect them as well. Mm-hmm. And I kind of provide that, hey, we've got firearms, and, and I'm at an age where I can still get around really well. I'm like I'm I don't know why I'm saying that. but You're <laughs> very
1: old, sir, and you should be paying attention to that. I should be in a wheelchair yeah, by geometric. now,
0: and, and you'll have to push me back to Iowa. <laughs> you'll have to push me. <laughs> in my uh, wheelchair. Um,
1: I got your back, bro. <clears throat>
0: So, but then it turns into, hey, I don't just have myself to worry about.
1: Right. I've
0: got a baby. I've got two other kids. And,
1: uh, yeah, you have to be the protector and you have to be prepared for that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you make it sound so, <laughs> so noble. It is noble, yeah, right? It is. Every person, every, you know, every person is noble to their own right. And that makes you noble. Yeah. But you wanna, have to think about it, right? I mean, something could happen today. There are actual things that could happen right now. Yes. Or, you know, with within our lifetime for sure. Yep. That could devastate like the way we know life today. So well,
0: I think that that turns into like uh Elon Musk uh trying to find ways to get to Mars to colonize it. Yes. Um we're obviously in the know of something. Yeah, We don't just, I mean, you're not going to do that just to do it.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, you, exploration, right? We want to know more things too. Uh-huh. But, seriously, Earth is not like the, the end all be all it can't be. And right. th- listen, that's not going to happen, probably, not going to happen in our lifetime. However, um, at some point, right, a group of humans is going to experience like the point where Earth is no longer habitable. Yes. So Mars is probably a good place to be looking right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, eventually we'll run out of resources and uh, things could get
1: hairy. Things are going to get hairy.
0: Yeah. So um, basically, if something, you know, exploration of outer space, exploring Mars, going, Mm -hmm. colonizing Mars, we're trying to branch out, obviously, you know, make it so like if, if something were to happen on Earth, it got wiped out. That's not just. Well, we're done. Throw in right. the towel.
1: Yep. There's things we could do probably before we actually need to go to Mars, too. I mean, living underground, like you had mentioned um, before, uh, Haley's Comet, yeah. how, you know, you could be a situation where it's kind of like a nuclear winter or if Yosemite, or not Yosemite, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's the one, right? The super volcano, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Um, that blows. All of a sudden now we can't be on the surface, so we need to yeah. be underground, right? Right. Now, listen, I'm not saying everybody go make an underground bunker, but knowing <laughs> someone or knowing somewhere where you could go where that could be like a feasible option, yeah. probably a good idea, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, you think about like, you know, the skies being covered in ash from Yellowstone super volcano. Yeah. Um If that were to happen, like that's one of those yeah. things where you're just like, I have no idea what to do, you know? Um And it's not like I have, you know, I could live in the basement. I don't know. Like, I have no idea. Like, right. But you talk about like um, Haley's comet that could strike the moon Mm -hmm. um, and then it throws all of our oceans off, um, giant tidal waves, everything else. Um, We're in a situation where what what are we going to do?
1: Right. Like we there there should be people asking the question. Right. And if you're not asking the question, I think that it's highly advisable that you find a friend who, is, who is asking the question Yeah. Uh, because that person has probably thought some of it through and they might at least have like a compass. Yeah. <laughs> a compass. <laughs> um, that's all you require
0: to survive the apocalypse is a compass. You should have a
1: compass. You should know how to make fire and you should know how to clean water. Right. Yeah.
0: And probably how to
1: Hunt. trap or kill yes. an animal. Yes. Yeah. And if you're not in with the whole meat thing, know what you can eat, like in terms of like berries and such, you eat one wrong one. And that's the last berry that you eat.
0: Instead of a super volcano, you have super diarrhea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And people kill you because they're like, ew. (laughs)
0: Um, But (laughs) um, I I know that probably if you're listening to this one, you've uh, fantasized about the apocalypse or zombie apocalypse or some kind of weird apocalypse, (laughs) whatever it is, tailor it to your liking.
1: Um, but you're going to have to survive, right? So the ultimate question is, can you survive? And for how long?
0: Yep. So I think, are you asking?
1: Uh, we can, we can ask crikey Uh, (laughs) or we can just leave it lingering out there for the universe.
0: That's one of the things. So, at the end of this podcast, you should leave (laughs) in the comments whether or not you would survive and how long. Yes. But I think me personally, initially it's going to be a, can I get out of here Mm -hmm. out of Omaha? Um, and can I like not only get out of Omaha, like, am I going to have the resources necessary to get me to where I need to go? Um, into Iowa, a couple hour drive, And I think that would initially be my plan was, Hey, let's pack up everybody and get out of here because I don't want to be in a city. Like I just, I feel like there is a convenience of the city and, but the fact of the matter is that's going to run out pretty quick. Mm -hmm. And, there's only so many turkeys that you see on Dodge every once
1: in a while that, <laughs> that everybody's going to be
0: <laughs> killing them. The squirrels uh, will
1: all be in hiding. Yeah. They will learn fairly quick. Fairly like these humans are killing us now. Let's <laughs> stop. Very much
0: out to get us. Uh,
1: uh, but uh, people don't realize like okay, so like if you're in that scenario and really if you get, if it gets to the point where you, you are feeling so uncomfortable that you have to leave, that's probably a fine line, right? Because that at some point, they're going to start shutting down roads, right? Yep. And and that's just for people's safety, right? Yeah. Um, so you're going to have to get before, like, that happens. And you're going to have to make a judgment call for you and your family. Like, okay, we're leaving now. Meanwhile, everybody else is like, where the hell did Nick go? You know? And let's say you miss that window. Some roads are closed or washed out or something like that. Yeah. Uh, now you have to walk or what's the term you from the military. Oh, uh, rucking. So you you're, you're going to ruck it. If you're that's not not a play on your name. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh If you're going a couple hour drive, that's what 120 miles ish. So now you have yeah. to walk
0: that far. 100
1: miles plus? Yeah. yeah.
0: Plus being able to survive on the way there. Yeah. Yeah that becomes like do you have enough food supply um, to get yourself there and water because mm-hmm. who knows what time time of year it is. <clears throat> um, you're not going to have the convenience of deciding when this happens. Um, so if it's summertime and it's 90 degrees out, you're going to require more water in general. You know, yes. um, Well, you should anyway in winter as well. But then if it's winter, are you able to like, survive the harsh conditions that nebraska can can bring upon you in in the winter time
1: yeah in the middle of the night the wind chill is negative 20 the wind's blowing 40 miles an hour yeah good luck sir and you're
0: trying to figure out hey where am i gonna stay on this like you've got a tent um but you got to set up that tent and you've got to are you gonna be able to do it like Summertime, I think ideally, would be uh, when I would want this to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because you can move at night, and it would be cooler. Yes. It would be nicer.
1: Um, Wintertime,
0: throwing the towel. I'm done.
1: That's the thing is, people say like, "Oh, I like winter because you can always get warmer. You can always put more on. In the summer, you can't like keep taking things off, right? Because you're so hot." And it's like, dude, if if you didn't have the conveniences, like if, if everything went goes down, I'm definitely taking summer. Yeah. over winter. Winter is a very harsh, brutal place to survive. Yeah.
0: I think uh also it would be ideal to go somewhere where it's like pretty average temperature all the time, like 70s, yeah. 80s, like Texas area.
1: Texas feels like the a good place to be, spread out. Not but, a lot of people.
0: <clears throat> you're not from Texas. I'm, <laughs> I'm not from Texas.
1: <laughs> you're so right. I'm I'm not going to be, be very welcome to Texas yeah going there and then find we need to start making a lot of friends in Texas yeah, <laughs> we're coming for you, buddy yeah, sorry
0: uh, um no, uh, I definitely think that uh I would want to go somewhere where the you know there's mild winters yeah. and but who knows uh depending on what the situation is uh what kind of you know outside conditions you'd be living in mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I would say that yeah if something happened, the grid went down, we lost power, we lost water, blah, blah, blah. Um, I would definitely be looking for my soonest avenue out. Um, because the looting and and everything else, like, like just ransacking. Yeah. That's going to come home at some point, you know, like, yeah, out West, they're going to hit all the, the big stores. Um, and then it's going to start coming into the inner city towards downtown. Yep, and I don't want to be here when like
1: <laughs> whenever that happens.
0: Yeah, you don't want to be here yeah. like trying to spending bullets on people. Right. Like you want to be spending bullets on animals. Correct. Um, to survive.
1: The thing is, people, it, it's when you're faced with like actual survival, you're gonna be a savage. Like you have to be. Yeah. And the less you have, the less prepared you are. I think the higher propensity to be, like, an aggressive, like, definitely offense, I'm taking what you have because I don't have anything, Yeah, you know, whereas people who maybe have given some thought to it or whatever, even if you haven't given thought to it and you just kind of just have shit, um, you are in a position where you can kind of defend the things that you have, I suppose. While it's such a hard like conversation have because you want to share, like you want to take care of the community of people around you. Yeah. As long as you have like your household taken care of first. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think there's um I think like we basically I think of generators, stuff like that. If I was to try and maintain here in Omaha, that's something that would be a requirement. Just it's gonna get cold at some point. You know, (laughs) um we need something to or kerosene, anything that would you know, make some heat, generate Mm -hmm. some heat. Um, And the thing is, is like, if you have those things, you're going to attract a lot of attention. And eventually people are going to like want to kill you to get that. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden, then you're not only just like worried about scavenging food and everything else for your family. You're worried about, I might get killed tonight. Right. Just would rather not be in those situations and where that's where i think that hey like maybe earlier stages having a plan set up like calling making those calls like we're not going to leave quite yet <laughs> because we have stuff that we can rely on here but yeah. i just want you to know eventually we're probably going to head your way yep. you know calling family members letting them know and so basically you know just having those plans in place well then it comes to your other Uh, point was yeah am I going to have a car to drive am I going to be able to get out of the city um, driving a car
1: can you imagine if the grid has been down for dude I would guess two weeks max before it's very chaotic right yeah like getting from one end of the city to the other end of the city in your car or even on foot would probably be real sketch yeah
0: Yeah. And walking through, you don't, you know, I guess if you're talking about like walking out of the city, um, you know how long it takes just to drive out of Omaha, right? It's going to take just as long to walk out of Omaha. (laughs) Um, and then you're walking through neighborhoods that you've never maybe been before. Yep. How do you, you know, how do you know what, uh, the safest route and all that stuff. So, um, but then after you get out of the city, then you're talking like, yeah, the hundred and some miles to get to where you're wanting to go.
1: You can't take main roads, no main thoroughfares because those are probably going to be packed with other people that you don't know could be dangerous. And now you find yourself like going through everything wild. Yeah. So, yeah. And everybody's
0: mindset's going to be different. You know, you may come on people come upon people who are very open and, and able to talk to you and mm-hmm. want to help you out and then you're going to come on people that are or come upon people that are like Yeah, get the fuck out of here like <laughs> Did you ever
1: play like a <laughs> <laughs> role playing video games like growing up? Yeah. You know how like you started off as one person and then you just like you meet people along the way and you're like hey buddy come join my clan or whatever it is and yeah. then like yeah that's I, probably pretty close right? Yeah. You're be like hey Rucker you have like some skill sets that I need. Maybe some magic potion that we can use. to get <laughs> I am the guru of magic potions in the apocalypse. You're you're the sorcerer of the group. So you come, all of a sudden I become a wizard buddy. during <laughs> the apocalypse. Oh, hello! Come,
0: come, come!
1: Yeah, I will show you the way. Yeah, man. So you, yeah, you pick up people, but you don't want the group to be too big. Yeah. To get too big now, it's like political. It's
0: like a colony,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Then it gets, yeah, it gets
1: political. You get you start people to, that are
0: lying about who they are.
1: Literally, the person that has diarrhea and slowing everybody down gets murdered
0: <laughs> by, by so, a gutting <laughs> lion from the zoo yeah. that escaped.
1: Yeah, um,
0: that becomes another thing too. Is like we have a zoo like a mile away, and like within a few weeks after not feeding those big cats, they're going
1: to be looking for something to eat. Right, and now it's actually Jumanji in your neighborhood, and you're like, good. God, where's Robin Williams? <laughs> where, Where is he when I need him?
0: <laughs> where's Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> Back to Goodwill how Hunting. Do like uh, how do you like them That's apples? How do you like them apples? That's what the lion says right before he bites my jugular. Yes. How do you like them apples? That's the he thing, can though. He talk.
1: He gets you, and now all of a sudden he has taste of human on his tongue. And he, and he now, likes human. Now he wants more. So he starts <laughs> traversing other parts of Omaha. <laughs>
0: he's eating all the turkeys off the interstate.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. No. Okay. We're them gorillas, <laughs> them big the old gorillas. knock out a hundred pull-ups in one set.
1: Dude, that's a whole nother thing. We're not even like considering right now. The gorillas get out. All of a sudden they pick up a police baton because they're like, Oh, he doesn't need this <laughs> oh anymore. My God,
0: Planet of the Apes.
1: And now we've got Planet of the Apes going on.
0: You're like, well, is, what is happening here? Yeah. Why is Omaha? Yeah.
1: All because... Sharks we wanted, get out of their tanks. It's because we wanted the best zoo in the country. Got to have it right here, didn't and we? And now we've got, well, the best episode of Black Mirror ever. Yeah. I don't know.
0: And <clears throat> the best line meat in my freezer.
1: Yeah, the you're, you're going to get it. You're getting the line. Are oh. you sharing it? That's a lot of meat.
0: I don't know if I would kill it or if I would have the line chained up in the backyard
1: Oh, for protection. That's like a walking dead. Somebody would
0: kill it. Thing. Yeah, it would, it would die. <clears throat> so, yeah, eventually it would walk back to Iowa where yep. my grandparents are at. Um, hopefully they're cool with me living there. I think they, you know, um, I would. Pr-
1: <laughs> they're like, nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not today. Sir. Like, nice no, try, city boy. <laughs> I'm like,
0: oh, shit, grandma. Uh, <laughs> so you um, find
1: yourself in the middle of the forest.
0: Yeah. Um, but they have cattle, they have, you know, garden and all sorts of different stuff that, yeah, we could all just be a part of helping take care of it. So yeah, that would be ideal. And then, you know, but you get into like, what if somebody got hurt? What if somebody got sick? Yeah. Um,
1: so on our recent uh, hiking trip, we took the kids and went on a pretty difficult hike for them anyway so this was like a four-hour hike that took us 11 so that just sets the tone for like the pace right um we were definitely going at kid pace and uh we get to a point where we're bouldering and now i'm like what happens if one of these kids twists an ankle or breaks an ankle whatever gets hurt to the point where now i have to carry them out of this situation where we're you know two and a half miles up on a mountain Got to carry them down. It's going to take even longer. We're close to dark. You know what I mean? Like all these things start flooding in. So it's like when you find yourself in a situation where, yeah, what if somebody gets hurt? What do we do? Do we take Uh, a break and take care of them? Do we risk? You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: Yeah, especially like something that doesn't like take you out of the fight, but it maims you
1: enough that
0: you're slowing everybody else down.
1: Yeah, well, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, so like if you're
0: walking you Know the hundred miles, hundred and some odd miles to get back to where you're going, and somebody has a you know ankle issues, mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're at a 12 mile an hour pace, and you have to cut it down to like four.
1: Yeah, you have to readjust, yeah, and that readjustment, I mean, you're carrying increases some... your risk.
0: And say that, like, you're carrying somebody else's pack for them, too. Yeah. Dude, that would see that would be where it would, you would have to suck it up and just do it.
1: That's where being <clears throat> fit is a good thing. Yes. I mean, physically, mentally, like, you just have to be fit. And good ankle mobility. Good ankle. <laughs> Good ankle mobility. <laughs> Do we recommend any like stretching? Yeah, stretch or... out before the
0: pandemic uh, or the apocalypse. <laughs> Str- really get those out. hamstrings stretched out. <laughs> um, Rub some evaporated milk on them, heat them up, um, yeah. get them good and creamy.
1: Make sure you have an ace bandage in your your bug out bag.
0: <laughs> yeah, and a stethoscope next to your telescope.
1: Yep. Maybe uh, get CPR certified. <clears throat> That's good to know anyway.
0: Right. Yep or just take a basic like you can watch YouTube videos that's the great thing about YouTube nowadays is like you don't have to go sit in a class for like months to learn about something you can literally take a 10 minute YouTube video and you can learn a bunch of shit in a short amount of time yes. and if it's just like going on there and it's like basic medical how to dress a band or dress a wound um or how to put on a tourniquet, um, that kind of stuff. What is a tourniquet? Um, that's basic knowledge that you can gain just from watching YouTube videos. But that also turns into, um, there's going to be like, I think, once a surge um, happens, if, if an apocalyptic situation does come around or the grid goes down and people are raiding pharmacies, yeah. Um, there's definitely going to be a shortage on antibiotics um, and ways to combat um, disease yeah um, or infections and that was one of the big things even during the Civil War which killed a lot of soldiers wasn't so much that they died from their you know the trauma of what happened mm-hmm. it's they died from the infection afterwards gangrene yeah. um, that kind of stuff is going to come back around if we don't have an bunch of people that have a knowledge of how do I fix this, you know, and...
1: Well, that's... I think that's kind of, for me anyway, that's what this all culminates as. It's like, you you don't have to be a, you know, a super genius at every subject. However, like, having a basic knowledge on a lot of different things, like how the sun moves in the sky, (laughs) how to navigate stars, you know, just... Things that are interesting anyway. How to dress a wound. You know, we all cut ourselves. Like how to just generally take care of things. Clean things. Clean things. Like that's a good place to start and learning from past mistakes too. Like, or you know what I'm Past failures. Like you can look through and read. You know, stories about the Civil War and the soldiers and the things that they went through to know. Like, oh, maybe we should like use a clean saw whenever we cut a leg off. Right? <laughs>
0: Hopefully you're not cutting a leg off. I mean, but,
1: tell that to the guy that fell on his bicycle in Utah and that's true. And had to cut his own arm off.
0: Yeah. Well, that was rock climbing, right?
1: I thought he was riding his bike. I don't think. So. I don't know. I whatever. Don't he was anyway, in Utah. He whatever. got stuck. We all know the story. Yeah. Thanks, James Franco.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um. So yeah, but definitely like thinking about just like basic. Um, medicine how to Mm -hmm. wrap a wound how to stop something from bleeding that's uh you know that's one of the big things is is uh just people bleed out and it happens a lot quicker than you think yep um and being able to stop that from happening buying the stuff just to have around like i'm not saying hey buy a bunch of Unnecessary crap to keep in your car, but like just basic survival stuff that if you got hurt mm-hmm. or were in a car accident and you were out by yourself, hey, you can address your own wounds.
1: Right. Um, so I think if you have at least what 10 rolls of toilet paper in the trunk, and <laughs> you're you probably can wipe set your for days, then you're probably set. Yeah. Maybe a blanket, even.
0: Obviously, during this pandemic, we found out that toilet paper is the answer to everything. <laughs> um, you can wipe your ass with it. You can eat it. Um, it provides more nutrients than uh, lion meat, and so you just get her all wet and shove her down in the old gullet.
1: <laughs> is that what? <laughs> that's what we're doing with toilet paper. Perfect. Somebody's eating it. Somebody like, to has go, to be. Nobody eating has it. wiped what? that much ass. That is very concerning for society as as a whole. Like yeah. my view on society when. Uh, a pandemic happens and the entire world shuts down toilet paper fucking flies off the shelf so stupid what happened what was there? the point there i don't um, understand that but yeah I, anyway. I
0: honestly think that this is like a charman uh is behind all of this uh those bears <laughs> they, they we started were, like, we're gonna get everybody wiping their ass real nice like a bear out in the woods we COVID, don't do this.
1: Covid came from a Charmin factory.
0: <laughs> Covid Charmin, hmm. The conspiracy to end 2019.
1: Um. <laughs> so the grid goes down. You probably should take inventory of what you have. Yes. Immediately leave. Well, not immediately. We're going to leave as soon as, as possible. Stock up on not dumb things. Like, yeah. Like stock up on things. I'm like going to go fit. get some
0: fruit by the foot.
1: Hmm. There's a level of mental, like happiness that you need, right? Yeah. So if one fruit by the foot roll is what will get you over the hump, (laughs) that is allowable, right? Yeah, sure. Why not? In my bug out bag, I keep pictures of my family, like individual pictures of each one of them. Yeah. Um, that way, that's like the thing. You can throw them
0: into the fire as they slowly die.
1: Right. That's why I have one for each of them. (laughs) <laughs> not one picture with all well, of them he's gone
0: <laughs> he's gone yeah sorry no it's that you gotta
1: be <laughs> mentally fit too right so like if you get separated or something like that you have the thing that like motivates you to keep going
0: hey, or yeah. you can show him have you seen this
1: have you seen this boy right you seen this boy <laughs> no
0: um, I think that's uh, I keep one or I kept one I still I think I still do no I pulled it out but I kept stuff in my car uh, just for the simple fact that I do travel a lot at night driving late at night and a lot of times that was in the winter so I had blankets um, and just some basic like stay warm gear Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't always think about that stuff when I'm leaving the house a lot of times if I'm playing a show late at night I'm like I'm dressed for what I'm about to do Mm -hmm. and not what could possibly happen yeah and um, I think that's a big one too
1: that's such a true thing though is like if you're out in the middle of nowhere, like you play shows in some smaller uh, area sometimes, and so you do have this travel time, and sometimes that travel takes you through like the middle of nowhere. Yeah, right. So if you're yeah. something happened on the road, it's the middle of winter, Rulo, you know, Nebraska. You're just, yeah, that's a thing. You could hit a deer. You could run over something in the road, and you know yeah. whatever. You can't get help right away, so you need to. Well, that's stay the, warm.
0: That's the crazy thing, and I don't. And that's like even those situations where it is in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. and I don't have self service. Right. Um. And I've got to walk, mm-hmm. but I, you know, say it's like two in the morning and it's literally ma- minus 20 wind chill mm-hmm. and I've got to walk a mile, two miles. That's a tough walk, you know? Yeah. And especially in clothes that may be like cowboy boots at a show. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it makes sense. But um, I'm not always decked out in the best gear for walking in minus 20 degree weather. So... That's where it's like, hey, I need to stay in my car for the evening until it warms up in the morning Mm -hmm. and then, or somebody drives by. But yeah, there's, that's kind of like those situations where it's like, if it's the end of the world or not really (laughs) end of the world apocalypse grid down and you're either driving or walking, you've got to have at least the stuff that would be able to maintain you throughout that hike or walk or whatever. Right. So that that being like cold weather gear, like Mm -hmm. extreme cold weather gear, Um, but yeah, that's important stuff.
1: Yep, absolutely. You know, I can't help but like ask because like listen, some people think that it's weird to even ask these questions, right? Or like fantasize about it. Yeah. You know, Um, but seriously, I took up hiking as a hobby, and when you're Nine, ten, you know 15 miles out into the back country like you have to be thinking through like what's in my pack what do i have you know i only have so much water left so we need to know where the stream is at you know to be able to go fill the water
0: yeah
1: am i good like to have blisters things like that like you have to know what condition you're in all the time yeah. and make sure that you're like aware of your surroundings and things like that so it's very uh the skill set is good to have but then when you start thinking through, like, how can I apply this in, situ- in scenarios where, yeah, we're fighting, like, we don't have power or, you know, other utilities that we're so accustomed to right. in, in everyday life.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I think you got to think about, like you're saying, especially walking that far. Yeah, you're going to have blisters. Mm-hmm. It's going to be miserable walking at some point. Do I have the right pack that mm-hmm. I'm hauling my stuff in? Does it disperse the weight evenly across my back? Um, you can't just throw in a, you know, a, uh, backpack that you bought at Walmart. <laughs> the old Jan sport. <laughs> yeah. The old Jan sport, <laughs> um, backpack <laughs> and hope, hope that it lasts, you know, cause right. those aren't made for that. No, you know? no. That's why they make rucksacks and stuff to evenly disperse that weight. So it doesn't do a number on your back as you're walking. Um, and then having the right stuff in it, um, I think um, kind of like what you're talking about was recently I did a half marathon on my own on a Saturday and <clears throat> I started running and I made it like if you take the Keystone Trail out towards um, Cape Heart Road, mm-hmm. you hit some spots where you're like, I'm in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. out here running. And as I was running, I was like, Whenever you're out running like that, you you can't you you can only take certain things with you. You can't have a bunch of shit with you. Yep. Um I had a fanny pack that had most of my stuff in it. <laughs> <clears throat> but I was just sitting there at one point I just felt like if something were to happen right now, it would take a lot for somebody to get to me. Yeah. Like get to where I am. at. Yep. You can't there's no road that's just right there. And so that's where in my head, you know, I'm thinking Wow, if I was making that walk back home and stuff like that, yeah, I could probably I could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it would take a couple of days, two or three days, um,
1: but but now you, now you have get, the kids in tow.
0: Yes, then you have kids to worry about, um, and that aren't you know set up to like make long walks like you and I would be able to. Right, um, don't want to make long walks. You know, <laughs> like that's another thing. Yep. Is like you're fighting the some people think that, oh, well, let's just stay here, you yeah. know, and you're like, no, like this isn't a good situation.
1: Do you take their tablets or not?
0: <laughs> the grid's down, man. Nope.
1: Well, they probably have a charge. Yeah. So whatever's on them. No, we probably,
0: would have ended that
1: you, at some point. You abandon it right away. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Don't even let them like get accustomed to it.
0: I would keep one cell phone yep. and one charger because if something came up. Like if the grid came back up while you're out, mm-hmm. hey, at least you have that for everybody. But yep. yeah, I'd just be leaving it here. Nobody's gonna. That's not gonna yep. be a valuable resource.
1: I keep a battery, like a, one of those rechargeable, yeah, like portable chargers. Keep one fully charged all the time in the bug out bag, just be, just in case. Like you're saying, like you might need it, you might not. I don't know, but yeah, I know. I think uh, one of the things that kind of plays into the advantage of being in the
0: military mm-hmm. is that we're in a lot of situations where we're out sleeping in tents, mm-hmm. um, on the middle of BFE, wherever we're at. And so like, you're talking about like the rechargeable battery packs and all that stuff. So used to having that, just yeah. having it around because I need it whenever I go out to the field. Um, and then, you know, there's just flashlights and like, yeah headlamps and different stuff to if, if you're out sleeping in a tent, you don't have all the convenience of, you know, mm-hmm. everything. So it's just good stuff to have around. The thing is, is like, I don't think, you know, I personally don't ever think to myself, well, I'm going to need that in a civilian situation. Yep. You hope not. Um, but it's good to have, good to have those things around.
1: Absolutely. Like, why not? What's it going to hurt? Right, You have and, it and you don't need it. I mean, that's not the worst of positions to be in. Right.
0: And you're going to get eventually, you know, if something like that happened where you needed that stuff, right. it's probably not going to be easy to get it then. Right. yeah, Everybody's going to want it, you know. <clears throat> so that's important to factor in. It's like, buy it now. Like, <laughs> why not? You know, yep. and maintain it until you hopefully die and didn't need it. Exactly. And uh, that's
1: really the hope, right? Yes. That you don't actually need to use this skill set. It's really, you know, not only fun to think about, but like if for some reason you need to think about it, the people, uh, what was it? What city was it? Portland with the Chaz thing. Who oh. saw that coming? Yeah. They literally took over a neighborhood. Yeah. And made like another country inside of the country. Like that's craziness. That's madness. So if it can happen there, what if that happens at scale? All of a sudden now we find ourselves in a situation where
0: I still don't understand how people allowed that to happen, but that's fine. I mean,
1: they did. Huh? They did. They let it happen. Yeah, I know. (laughs) That wouldn't be happening here. No, (laughs) no, no. no, That's just not Maybe pockets. I could see maybe like a small pocket, but uh I don't don't know. know. I think it gets squashed pretty quick. Yeah,
0: pretty quick. I think just the simple fact that like most of the neighboring communities would squash that very quick. Right. Yeah.
1: You don't try that in my neighborhood. <laughs> Please don't. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that brings us <clears throat>
0: to like <laughs> just the fact that of an apocalypse or a solar flare or something like that that just knocks down all power. Yeah. We lose water um, due to that. <clears throat> and you have to survive on your own. We all know that typically most people have fantasized about something like that. You've seen a movie and you've (laughs) thought at the end, you're like, what would I do in that situation? Well, ask yourself this week, what would you do in that situation? Would you be able to survive? Or would you think that's never going to happen? If you're having those thoughts, it's probably time to start thinking about it.
1: If you're having those thoughts, call in.
0: Call the Call into our Red Country yeah. our
1: Rad Country, excuse me, rad country uh line. The ninth caller is gonna win. I'm just kidding. Uh <laughs> uh Yeah, no. Can you survive and how long can you survive? Yeah. Those are two two big questions. Two should, big and pretty basic questions.
0: If you think you've got what it takes to survive, rad country. <laughs> put them in the comments
1: absolutely
0: <clears throat> but uh yeah that's
1: we didn't give one tip though i feel like we should give maybe a couple right just basic ones have a compass well, you did have I a mean, compass yeah you
0: you said you know like if you don't have a a bag like yeah. a bug out bag or something yeah, but some like... people
1: might think that that's like super extreme and dumb like i'm not buying a bug out bag dude
0: well, even just a backpack that has, you know, basic first aid stuff in it.
1: A first aid kit. There you go. Bingo. A good first aid kit will have a compass that will have all the instructions to like dress mm. wounds yes. and CPR and all of that. And maybe even some water tablets. Yes. I think another big
0: thing it too is, is like getting a, um, and I think you can buy them on Amazon, but a, um, what am I thinking of tourniquet? Yeah. Mm. For uh, super bleeders, um,
1: (laughs) super bleeders,
0: (laughs) tourniquets are a big deal, um, to stop bleeding. Um, especially whenever major arteries are hit. Um, so get one of those. I carry one in my car all the time, just, and a compression bandage just because, and here's why, and why you should be thinking about things like these is, I'm sure you've been on the interstate or something and come across a car wreck. Maybe you're not the first one, but one of these days you're going to be the first person upon a scene of a car accident like that, and somebody's going to be dying, and it's going to be your responsibility until somebody else gets there to keep them alive. If you don't have those things, like a compression bandage or like a tourniquet, somebody's bleeding out. Um, you should definitely get those things. Put them in your car so that you can go and save somebody's life but that's a tip
1: yeah that's awesome i mean you're bringing now like real value. actual value to the rest of humanity yes. if you can be the person who you know save someone's life because you happen to have a tourniquet in your trunk yes so hopefully you never need it yeah but it's there out of the way in case you do
0: the only time i have needed it and this is crazy um It wasn't, I wasn't in my car. Oh, no. Yes. The only time in my whole life that I needed it. Yeah. And I was like, I wish I had a tourniquet right now. Yeah. Um, It wasn't in my car. And I was like, the belt thing where people put belts on doesn't work. Don't try that shit. Yeah. (laughs) You have to get
1: it so tight. Don't rip your belt off and expect to. It doesn't. (laughs) doesn't work. Stop the super bleeder.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Dane Cook, for the super bleeder word. <clears throat> um, yeah, compass. Like That's going to be one of... A lynthetic compass. Um, that's a big one. Um, I think I said that right. Lynthetic? I can't remember.
1: Somebody fact check it Please don't, it in the don't make fun of me, army people. <laughs> um,
0: also, I... Just a good backpack. One that, mm-hmm. like a mini ruck. Google mini rucks, rucksacks. Um, you'll find some good ones. They're expensive, but if you do any kind of backpacking, stuff like that, you'll thank yourself a hundred times over because you bought one.
1: You should throw a link.
0: Yeah, I can drop a link in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, um, I think any cold weather gear, like something mm-hmm. that's made for extreme cold weather. Yeah. Um Thick gloves, good gloves. um, And some shoes that are comfortable, damn comfortable. Salomon shoes are great for hiking. Mm -hmm. Um, They're good for all terrain. So if you had to run in them too, you would be comfortable running in them. Um, Also, um, There's a bunch of stuff. I mean...
1: Yeah. I mean, you could really go down a rabbit hole on like... And I think that's why this should not be our last discussion on this. No. It's my favorite subject and we could like expand on this at the time. I've got some friends
0: that I want to bring in now. Oh my goodness. Yes. We could have a round table.
1: Yes. Like what is the best things? What would you do? Who would you hook up with? Yeah. Like... Who would you kill first? That's a... (laughs) That's a purge That has to be on the table. Yeah. It does. We don't want the super diarrhea guy. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> super diarrhea. <laughs> he drank he drank the river water without what actually an idiot. Boiling at first. Now he has super diarrhea. Yeah. Or he snuck away and peed in a bottle and was drinking that the whole time. Oh. Good work, sir.
0: <laughs> what was that serial killer's name? Robert Fish. Something like that. In the nineteen tens, he drank his urine gross. Um <clears throat> So those are just some... I'll drop a link to the mini rucksack in the comments on this um, when this airs. Speaking and maybe some other stuff, just like some basic survival stuff that I own. And, yeah. And uh, buy some MREs. Buy like one box because
1: that can get you through a while. There's a lot of options when it comes to like dehydrated meals. Yes. Like, yeah, get and, on those.
0: And they're good for you. Mm-hmm. So... It is true. One MRE, uh, meal ready to eat army food, um, can has enough calories in it to maintain you for one full day. Um, you could probably even make it last longer, I think.
1: Yeah. You could easily split a lot of those into two meals probably. Yeah.
0: Yep. But it's based on a 2,000 calorie, like one meal. Mm-hmm. So, um, But yeah, that's pretty much, I think we both decide that, hey, we're going to be able to survive.
1: Yeah, I think so, and I think I can for quite a while. Yep, actually.
0: But uh,
1: thanks, guys, for tuning in this week. Hey, speaking of mini rucksacks, you are. Oh, I've got a mini rucksack coming tomorrow. (laughs) Scheduled tomorrow morning, (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe we'll. uh, I've got Mini Rucker uh, coming tomorrow morning, baby Rucker. Um, Maybe we'll showcase him on the next podcast. I don't know. We'll see how he how he does. Now, instead of just combating, keeping the dogs quiet upstairs, <laughs> we're going to have a baby crying upstairs, probably. And yeah. Leslie, who came down and asked what we were doing.
1: I think it's time we do um, some version of what crowdfunding. Yeah. So that we can get Patreon video. <laughs> yeah. Please donate money to us so that we can buy a storage <laughs> container somewhere to
0: shoot this <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
1: We're gonna be coming straight at you from a semi trailer in a parking lot. Yep,
0: I don't care. It's fine. Yep. Or a,
1: yeah. We're gonna have our banner up in a in the semi. In We're a gonna creepy be sweating rape
0: dungeon somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> <Creepy> rape dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Love uh, it. But yeah, thank you, and uh, tune in again next week.
1: Yes, absolutely. And uh, we look forward to it.
0: Keep coming back. Have Thanks, an awesome guys.
1: week.